Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for podcasts about a stranger disappointment? Well, then you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh. Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you today? Lovely. How are you? I am in a weird place. Hmm. You know what? I will fill you more in about it when we get to one of those topics later. Okay. <laughs> I am just like on the precipice of spending too much money. How's that? Oh, no. Okay. For yeah. no reason. Maybe maybe to fill the void in my soul. Who knows? <laughs> But I just have this itch to, like, cram plastic items into that pit in my soul. And I'm like, do I need these things? There's websites devoted to videos about that kind of stuff that you can watch. Actually, tell me not to buy these because I don't need them. Oh, my God. Okay. One of them you might say yes, though. Shit. So PlayStation's doing a sale right now. Uh Uh-huh. It's their summer sale. I've already partaken some. Because they did Resident Evil 7 in there, and now I have that complete collection. It was half off. Good for me. Nice. Then they go, well, you know what? In these last few weeks, um, <laughs> let's add, like, real games in there. Okay. So they just added Horizon Forbidden West. It's the first oh, sale man. it's ever been on. Shit. Is it a great sale? No. Not at all. Okay. It's like 20%. It makes it 50 bucks instead of 70 Nah. It's not a great one, but like, fuck, it's on sale. And I could have the prettiest game on the PS5. Yeah, but it's not half off. I know. And then Gran Turismo 7 is on there. And like the other day, my mind was already made up. I was spending $100. Oh my God. And getting these two games. No. And then I was like, do I really need that? You don't. No. So I didn't. Okay. Proud and you. I feel fine, but. Okay. Well, thank you for not spending that money. <laughs> I didn't. Hey, I went to the movies this weekend. Awesome. What'd you see? A really super cool, good... I'm lying. It was okay. <laughs> it was Elvis. <laughs> I mean, I I warned you. I know. But it wasn't I, for you, right? It wasn't, but I'm struggling okay. to figure out who this movie was for. <laughs> like, it wasn't a bad movie by any means. The production value was good. The acting was great. The script writing was nice. It was just like... I didn't need the story. <laughs> I mean... Okay, so I haven't seen it, but here's what I'm understanding. Mm-hmm. It's basically to tell you how shitty his career was because of his manager, dude. Yeah, like that's the whole story. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think a lot of people know that. I didn't. I, I'm surprised. Like, I guess, you know, I, I walked away from it knowing something new. You know, I have like Elvis facts, but... I mean, um, of course, you know, I am like intimately familiar with that because my dad is like the world's largest <laughs> Elvis fan. So like I know about, I can't think of his name now. What, 
what do they call his manager? He was like Tom Hanks. I don't know. Oh, the snowman. The snowman. Yeah, they he, called him the snowman. He calls him something else, like the chief or something weird. I don't know, but that guy, like, I'm all too familiar because all my life I have always heard the complaints of like he ruined Elvis, he killed Elvis, it's all his <laughs> fault. Elvis didn't want to make this stuff, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, it was interesting. I- I'll give it that. It was, it was educational. <laughs> I think it was it's just sad. Like, you still haven't seen. Rocket Man, right? I haven't. I'd like to. I think it's kind of in that vein, because like most of the time we get Bohemian Rhapsody. It's like, let's celebrate the music of these people, right? Yeah, I mean, and Bohemian Rhapsody still Rocket had like, a, a lot of good stuff about uh, Freddie's career and life and stuff that was just things you didn't get to see. But it was mostly like, let's see more of like the good stuff and like, let's end with one of their best concerts. Yeah. And then rocket man was oh let's focus on what everybody doesn't know which is the drug addiction and all the horrible things that his business dealings went because yeah. we already know the good music so the movie's in no way a celebration of his music it's a testament to what he went through in life yeah and i'm guessing that's the point of this almost is like yeah basically you know you know elvis you know the songs you let's, know that hound dog let's feel the heartbreak yeah um, Hotel. <laughs> ah, slipped it in there. <laughs> it was. Uh, I'm still struggling to like come up with an adjective to describe this movie accurately. I don't know, man. I thought it was um, fun to learn about Elvis. Like, I didn't know that he was um, so revered for how he treated black people, which was like yeah. he treated him really well. <laughs> like, which was different for that time, I guess, because you know he grew up in a shit time for human rights and stuff. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he like took a lot of influences from black culture and was really into that music scene. And, and everyone even did was... gospel shit, right? Yeah. Like that's what kind of where he came up is, is gospel. So yeah. he used that influence throughout his career. And I was like, Oh, interesting. I never really made that correlation, but it makes sense. And, um, people at the time hated him cause they were like, Elvis is a white bull with black hips. <laughs> <laughs> Just hated him for it. So, God, I know. um, but yeah, it, if you haven't seen Elvis and you aren't like a diehard, hardcore, super Elvis fan, I wouldn't. See, <laughs> it was very, very long. It was an hour longer than it needed to be. How long is that movie? It's like 220. It's very long. Ugh. Is it yeah. really? Halfway through, I was like, they got to wrap this up. <laughs> I was getting tired. It is. Oh, come on. Oh my god, it's 2.40. Jesus. Is it really? Christ, Fucking man. Christ, dude. Yeah, I won't see another movie that long. It That's was... a long... I mean, I would if it was happy. Yeah, if good. it was a good movie. <laughs> it wasn't even a celebration of his music. Yeah, I was... I was expecting more music, I guess. I don't know. See, and my mom and dad, like, are big Elvis people, and that's kind of what they wanted as well, because you and I saw the trailers at Batman when we went... Yeah. And even then, you went, I want to see that bad. Like, you yeah, were excited. Yeah, it looked so good. The trailer was amazing. It was like, look at this, the life and times of Elvis. I guess they didn't want to paint like, oh, you're going to leave this and feel like shit. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> none of the trailers give you that vibe. No. And I didn't know he died so fucking young. He was like 42 when he died. Yeah, dude. And he had like a child bride. He started dating his wife, Priscilla, when she was like 14. I was like, that's disgusting. I mean, it was the times, I guess. Yeah, I guess. 
And was it, isn't that weird? That was the times and it was only like 50 years ago. Yeah. 60 not great. years ago. Yeah. Bad shit. I want to see it for one reason. So tell me how this was in it then. Okay. How good of an Elvis is he? Like, are you like, dude, that guy's like Elvis. I thought he was a pretty good Elvis. I don't have like a frame of reference for like, you know, I'm not a huge Elvis fan, but I thought okay. that he did a really, he was a good facsimile of an Elvis. Okay. Because I feel like there's just those those few people that you're just never able to capture them. You know, yeah. like, you can't do it. He did the voice really well. Okay. I don't know if he did the singing for the movie. I would be curious to Google that, yeah. actually. The, the one thing that I wish I could do from Elvis, I wish I could do, like, the lip curl thing. Yeah, that lip, I don't. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't either. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> Um, what's this kid's name? Elvis actor. Uh, Austin Butler. Austin Butler. He's so cute. Didn't you know him? Cause you were all like, Austin Butler. Like you knew him, right? Uh, no, I was excited for the director of Baz Luhrmann. Ah, uh, oh yeah. Cause he did, uh, Moulin Royce. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. He did sing. Cool. So, okay. They weird. So he sang and then they blended in like bits of real Elvis. Okay. But the way he danced and shit, like, it was very, very Elvis. Okay. He did a pretty good job, I think. So, basically, you're saying, we just deep fake everything now. I guess, man. I mean, that's what they did with Remy, Malekin, Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, he did some of it, and then there was another guy that sounds oh like God. him that they mixed in as well. I'm just realizing where I know this dude from. Okay, not Austin Butler, but um, a dude who plays one of his many, I don't know, financial advisors or something. Is it the guy that I just saw his face from A Stranger Disappointment? Yes. <laughs> it's uh, Mr. Uh, Billy. Yeah. The guy who plays Billy in Stranger Things. The whole time I was watching that, I was like, I know this dude, but I don't know where from. Just picture him in a fucking mullet and a cheesy mustache. Was he a douchebag? No. Interesting. <laughs> Cause, because, you know, like, he plays that really good. So I'm like, I can't picture yeah. you being nice to somebody. I mean, he wasn't nice. He was just kind of sleazy Hollywood, I guess, which fits him. How do you say his name? Dacre? I don't know. He's Australian, so I, it wouldn't be French. Uh, okay. Dacre? Dacre? <laughs> Dacre. Dacre. Montgomery. Son of a bitch. Okay, you know what? I, I can't throw shit at you, man. What? Well, I'm looking at his movies, and I was like, he's not in fucking Power Rangers. He's the main fucking guy in Power Rangers. Like, it hit me like a fucking train as soon as I thought about the movie and him. Yeah, he's the Red Power Ranger from the from the 2017 one. And I've seen that fucking movie. I have not seen that movie. What the fuck is wrong? Like, okay, so he has one of those faces that you just don't realize where he is. <laughs> he just okay. shows up in your shit, and you're like, what? I spent the whole movie so distracted. I was like, where do I, where do we know this guy? Yeah, he's totally that. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Fascinating. That is fascinating. And just because I pulled up uh, Power Rangers and I saw this guy's name, can I tell you this real quick? Yes. There's a perfect actor on this planet that I don't know if people give him the credit that he deserves. Okay. Brian Cranston, man. Oh, God, I love Brian Cranston. My dad was watching a movie over the weekend and I was like, I don't want to watch this movie. 
And, I mean, he was already, like, way into it. Like, I don't want to come into the middle of a movie. Oh, Brian Cranston's in it? I'm going to fucking watch <laughs> this. And it was good. What movie was it? Um, Trumbo? No, it was... I wanted to see Trumbo. It's called, like, Maude and Harold do something. Okay. White Give Castle? Give a second. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> It was a true story about Jerry and Marge go large. Oh, you know what? I wanted to see that too. That looked good. Okay. It's That's fucking recent, right? super good. Is it? Okay. Yes. Like, I don't give a shit about the story. Just watching him, I totally <laughs> buy that he's this like, this like Michigan old man. Like, he sells everything so completely. I hate him as a human and I want to love him forever. <laughs> Yeah, so this is a movie that released in June on Paramount+. Plus. Okay. I didn't know it was streaming. Sweet. Yeah, it just was on Paramount+. Plus. Like, it's oh, a streaming-only release. Okay. It was phenomenal. And not phenomenal because, like, the movie was that good. He w- he totally took me to a place. He can carry a performance, Just by man. being this. Why is he so fucking good? He's just good. How old is he? Okay. I want to treasure him forever. He is, because I already got him pulled up. He is 66. Good. We got time with Brian Cranston. Oh, yeah, we got it. <laughs> like, what What a totally slept on human. Honestly. That, like, he, was, he was just known for Malcolm in the Middle's dad. Yeah. Right? Oh, hell. And then he fucking explodes with Breaking Bad. And then he's just banger after banger of a role since then. They really took a chance on him for Breaking Bad. Like, he's known for the goofy sitcom dad. And you're going to make him do this? <laughs> like... I mean, I have I have said infinite times discussing that show, I could not get into it. Because I was like, that's fucking hell, dude. I'm Yeah. I'm not going to be able to <laughs> like this show. And then episode three happens with the plate. Uh-huh. And, I, and I said, that is... That is a new person for me. That is fucking yeah. Walt right there. That's Walter White. It immediately shifted, and I have never been able... I can't even see him as Hal. I see him... I think I brought up in a show long ago, there's some actors that lose their role, and uh-huh. they become themselves. Yeah. This this is Brian Cranston for me. Yeah. And I just get taken on a ride with him wherever he goes. He's amazing. You know? I fucking love him. I just happened to see that and I saw his face and I had to tell you how great he is again. <laughs> Brian Cranston, if you hear that, come talk to us about how awesome you are on this fucking show. Brian Cranston, if you hear this, where did you, why, how? Like, why did it take so long for people to realize how good you are? Yeah. Or did you just one day be like, you know what? I want to delve into not the comedy thing and found out you had this secret talent you didn't know about all this time. <laughs> that's like the opposite of um what's his face uh john c Riley. oh my god john c Riley was pure drama like yeah pure oscar bait shit and then one day he meets will ferrell and goes <laughs> dude comedies are way more fun and then never turn back yep you know like you just gotta find that spot and it might He's take got a, a while. face for comedy you know? though you know Dude, I think he does comedy so much better than... Like, Walk Hard is still one of my all-time favorite movies on the planet. It's the best fucking movie. (sighs) Anyway, I gotta get into more movie shit, because this is a problem. 
Okay. That I'm, that I'm interested in your take on. Can I crack into this real quick? Because this please, I'm thirsty. This is gonna be a crackable topic. Hmm. You ready? Ready. Let's do this. Okay. I didn't get any Gmails. I got no correspondence in secret Discord about Kelsey's crackable follow through in the audio <laughs> last week. You guys are rude. That was ASMR heaven. I listened to that in editing countless times. I'm just go back and hear it again. Oh, this is so nice. It tickles right down the back of your head, man. Beautiful. Uh, I'm on the liquid death train again. Of course liquid you are. Death. Come take me. But Cherry Broth. Cherry Blossom Lequa for me. Cherry Blossom, brah. I must have Chelly Blossom. What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> Chelly Blossom. Uh, that's kind of like a piece of merce. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Peach of merce. <laughs> okay. This is an interesting topic that I know you're probably not too familiar with because it's a Marvel topic. Okay. But it begs a bigger question. And because you are so removed from it, I think you can come at it from not within, like, a Marvel standpoint. Let's hit it with the Kelsey angle. But it has grown into, and I mean, we'll be transparent. We're two white people. Yeah. <laughs> this is very true. very much turned into a big black issue. Okay. And I would like your opinion from a movie side. All right. So, as we know, Chadwick Boseman, mm -hmm. who was Black Panther, passed away. Yeah. And so there's been a big debate on, like, what are we going to do in the movies, right? Yeah. So, the trailer came out for Wakanda Forever at Comic-Con. So, I okay. brought up how I saw the Dragon Ball trailer and, you know, I wanted to see the new movie and all that stuff. Well, this has been its own topic on the side. Okay. Because I dropped it in for you, but I didn't know where we wanted it but i think this is the spot so basically in the trailer we see a memorial for t'challa who's the black panther uh-huh so chadwick boseman has died in real life thus his character has died in the movie okay and that has caused a huge problem in the universe itself or in like in the real cinema. world okay no well more the real world i think so basically, fans of Marvel are calling to boycott the movie, but then it has turned into a complete insult to black America as well. And mm. let's get into why and see what you think. Okay. At first, I found it, I found it okay. Like it's, they were like revering him. He's the only person that can be this guy, right? Okay. So yeah. I took it almost as like a, as like a, nobody else can touch what he touched, right? Yeah, it's like so retiring like, an athlete's number after they die. <laughs> yeah, but I do totally see the ideas being brought up against it now. Okay. So one person had written in, let's say Tom, okay, so I mean, they said, you know, God forbid, Tom Holland dies. Is Spider-Man no longer in your thing? You totally recast a person in that role. Well... To play, I hate I hate this phrase and situation, but let me play devil's advocate for that. Okay. We've had, like, nine Spider-Man movies. We've had one Black Panther, right? True again. Okay. But so a lot of people think that by killing off 
T'Challa the character in these movies, you're almost saying, like, you're kind of setting the precedent that, like, this hero that can mean so much for a whole group of people yeah, that have never seen themselves in a movie. Woefully underrepresented, yeah. Yeah, he's gone now. That does suck. So, like, I get it, because why wouldn't you just recast him and keep the character alive to continue to inspire the future kids and generations and all that stuff and mean the impact? But like I said, I see it almost from like a, it's, well, let me get into why they're mad. Okay. A lot of people are seeing it as predatory on the fact that he died. People are going to want to see this movie because it's like, oh yeah, he died. What happens next? They almost are using his real life death to make the movie more appealing. I don't like that thought. I mean, that is a thought though, right? Would they have made this movie regardless of if he had passed away or not? Well, it would have been a different movie because he would have been in it. Yeah. Because so, this is a replacement Black Panther coming to be. Here's my question. And this is from a, a comic book standpoint. So yeah. the the whole thing behind Black Panther is that like you... For Spider-Man, it's like you got bit by a spider, now you're Spider-Man. For yeah. Black Panther, it's like you had to fight to earn the title of Black Panther, right? Like, that's his thing. He had to fight it's, the other guy to be the king. You're kind of royalty. So, like, you're born into the family to be him, but then you earn your place by fighting for it, yeah. Okay, and can he be dethroned as Black Panther by another person? Yes, because he does... That does happen in the movie. So, would it have been ultra disrespectful to deep fake? Chadwick Boseman getting dethroned by somebody. Well, I think I just saying that I hate that. I mean, <laughs> so, like, because he got him. deep throat. Dethroned. Whoa. <laughs> he got, he got dethroned in the first movie. Somebody beat him and took the title and okay. then, he, and then he earned it back. Okay. So, I mean, and now, but like, but like the Hulk got recast. Yeah, that's true. And they didn't have, and this, we never mentioned like it. A, you know, yeah, because it was Edward Norton, and then we put Mark Ruffalo in there, and I mean, thank God he was a better one. But <laughs> it never really gets discussed. And you know, I've discussed it with the Ninja Turtle show. They change voice actors, and they make like a funny little, "Oh, your voice sounds different." Oh, well, that punch to the throat kind of hurt. Yeah, and then they mention it in that way, and then they move on. You know, yeah, they should have just quietly recast him. I think. I mean, <laughs> I was. I was really into it for the prestige of he was the person and let it go. But yeah. after reading the stuff, I'm like, why wouldn't you have wanted to keep the character alive? Because the character yeah. is what means the stuff. It's not really the person. Right. So, like, I mean, I he means something to sides. the real world, not in the movies. Definitely. For sure. I think that they I don't know what the executives were going for in kind of having his death reflected in the movies. I think it's a little bit bizarre. I mean, has there been a situation before where an active actor has died while in the role of an ongoing film? I mean, like fast and furious, I guess. Right. And then they deep faked him to like yeah. add him in the end. Yeah. They had his brother stand in for him and shit and brought and him out gracefully. Then, and then, yeah. So no, he's still alive in him, And they had his brother like, from, like, the back of his head. So, like, he's uh-huh. still, like, not gone. They just never show him. 
Yeah. But how do you not show the main character of the fucking movie in this? Yeah. If it's called Black Panther, how do you just never show Black Panther? Yeah. I think it would have been... I don't know. If, it, if he was my family member, I would hate to have him deep faked into a movie. Now, so here's here's some of the stuff, though. Uh, Derek Bozeman, his his brother, he had even told people uh, Chadwick would have wanted it to be recast because he knew okay. that T'Challa was bigger than just one man. Yeah. He, he represents... That's like... Okay, again, God forbid, Gal Gadot passes away and can't be Wonder Woman. You're going to tell me we just don't have Wonder Woman because... Yeah. Because she can't play the part? Like, no, you want Wonder Woman to inspire all of those little girls. Yeah. You want T'Challa to be that for all of those little kids, for all those people, and I fully get it now. They definitely should have recast him. In I thinking think so. about it, I think they should have just recast him. Cause There's that's... a whole hashtag on Twitter, uh, hashtag recast T'Challa. And so his brother says here, you know, Chadwick understood the power that the character has for young kids seeing this black superhero. He believes Marvel is letting a character go. He believes Marvel letting the character go would mean kids wouldn't get that role model. So... In the new movie, they've just, like, Black Panther is dead and we're not doing him anymore. Now we have a different storyline? So, that's the thing. There is a new Black Panther, but we don't know who it is still. There, That's, like, that's like the gimmick behind the trailer is, like, who's taking up the mantle? Because it could be okay. Lupita. Lupita might hmm. be the new Black Panther. Okay. Because it was supposed to be his sister in the yeah. movies. But then she threw a whole trump covid yeah. vaccine fit and basically wrote herself out of disney money for the rest of time which kind of sucks and they recast her right or they just write her out she's in the trailer so i what don't even fuck? know if she's not in the movie oh my god this whole movie sounds wild but see i'm so into it because it's made by the original black panther director ryan coogler yeah i feel like i want to give my faith to him on that i mean he did s- he he did something so big with the first movie. Come on. Like, what if it is Lupita? So you get a woman black superhero. Now that would be cool as hell. I mean, that's cool too. And I mean, we're also honoring Chadwick. But it's like, I I can see both sides of the issue. And I don't, I don't fully know where I stand on it, to be honest. I really don't. Yeah. That is tough. <laughs> I mean, it's such a unique situation. I, th- I think that they should have just found a way. Oh, fuck. I hate this. Um, it's, it's bad. Right. So like, yeah, because here's the tweet just, like, that I was talking about. God forbid, but if Tom Holland died today, they would not kill off Peter Parker, but they would do a new storyline. Right. Like I'm thinking that if, if they were going to do know. something, they would just do like a reboot of the franchise and be like, now this guy's black Panther. And it's just something different entirely. But the Marvel movies are a continuing building of a story. So there's really no rebooting of a franchise. Yeah, it would be like... You kind of can't do it. The story's going. Yeah, it would be like Luke Skywalker dying mid-episode. Yeah, so then what? Is there just no Luke Skywalker now? Yeah, fuck. Yeah, because in here, what if Robert Pattinson died? Do you think they would they would not keep casting people to play Bruce Wayne? Like... Yeah. 
So they were like, Chadwick was proud to bring T'Challa to life, but killing T'Challa does not honor Chadwick. Yeah, I agree with that. That's a that's a big sentence. That's a yeah. that's a big powerful sentence. And I think that was when I was like, now I'm against my honoring of him by not letting somebody <laughs> else touch it because you're right. <laughs> like like you're fully right on like the Peter Parker stuff. Yeah, the Batman stuff. Like I get it. And like I said, we already did that with Hulk within the same storytelling franchise, and we just let it keep going. Yeah. We, we didn't even mention it. That's, yeah, that's the precedent right there, I think. I think it is too now. So, you know, there's all these people like, how is this not ex- exploiting his death, you know? Right. Because there's like a mural of him in the trailer, like I mean, uh. basically proving that they're honoring him in this world, you know, yeah. like he has died. It's it's a whole thing and I wasn't sure. I kind of want to maybe check out some TikToks about it and see if I can find something. Okay. But at first I felt like good idea and now I'm like is it a good idea? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, why not let the character live on? If any of you listeners have a thought on this, we would love to hear it, either in the secret Discord or via email if you want us to read it on the show. But see, going back to that one where they said, you know, Robert Pattinson or Tom Holland and stuff, I think yeah. we have to immediately touch on what you said, though. There have been countless other Batmans, countless yeah. other Peter Parkers. There has only been one Black Panther so far. Yeah. So I feel like maybe going forward we always recast, but we're trying to do right by this guy who was the first yeah there's a lot of ways you can spin it and i don't know that there's one right way to look at it i think it's gonna lean heavily on how his death is treated in universe i think which we don't know yeah yeah that's gonna clarify what the intent was i believe exactly which is why i'm like if it's made by the guy who made the original you got to think he's treating it with that kind of respect. I hope so. Because from what I understand, they turn these movies over to the directors. Disney and Marvel don't really chime in. They go, okay. you make your movie. I know you probably still haven't seen the new Doctor Strange, right? I haven't. There is no fucking way Marvel and Disney were like, do the shit that you did, Evil Dead director. <laughs> he did that shit. He Totally did that, and they were like, fuck, we have to release this now. <laughs> shit, we gave him too much license. Like, I'm going to cut this out, but I'm giving you a spoiler. Oh, shit. Don't give me a spoiler. I do want to watch oh! it. Okay, oh! I can't then. Okay, okay. You have to watch it, though. Okay, I will like, watch it. There's a reason that I want you to see it. Because okay. you're going to be like, did not see that shit coming. And you can go, that is some Evil Dead shit out the ass right okay. there. So anyway. Where, where is it watchable again? Disney+. Plus. Disney Plus, of course. Yeah, that's why. So anyway, I just wanted to bring this up. I thought it was going to be like a quick passing article, but then I was like, this is a deep issue. Yeah, I'm glad you brought this. This is an interesting one. I'm curious to see how it develops. I think it's, you know, I don't think a lot of people are hearing about this. And I, you know, just for all you listeners out there, I would hope we have a wide variety of people listening so we can have tons of different ways to look at it i want to know i mean what do you think do we do do we recast or let this one lie you guys write us in let us know please write in but on top of that i told you about my dragon ball escapades yes 
How's that going? Are you on schedule? Boy, I mean, I'm a little ahead of schedule. Oh, shit. You're knocking it out. Which is why, like, my brain is completely fried. (laughs) Coated in Dragon Ball juice. Oh, my God. But I wanted to bring this up to you because I... We we couldn't fathom this. We were watching the ending. They fight one dude. Uh One dude. It's a single battle. Okay. It's like 40 episodes. That's too many. Now... That was the abridged, yeah, cut down fuck? version of the show. Forty episodes. Yeah. So I had turned to Taylor and was like, "Could you imagine watching this week by week?" It was one fight, or like, no, it's one fight, oh. one battle with one man. What the fuck? And that... I was, I joked about it and said, "It probably people watch this for a straight year." I think. Yeah. So I looked at the dates. This battle started airing in February of 1994. Jesus. And now with anime, there's not really seasons. It just, it starts and it plays every week until it's done. Right? Okay. So there was an episode every single week from the start of this fight. And that fight concluded January of 95. That is almost a full year later. <laughs> that is insane. Cause you were talking about Better Call Saul last show, right? All yeah. Th- and all that stuff and like watching it week by week and all that. I can't imagine having been a child <laughs> and being like a year later I'll find out what happens. That's and t- uh... tuning in every fucking week for the tiniest punch to get thrown. And how long are each episode? 22 minutes. minutes. 22 22 minutes. minutes. So what is the runtime? Like the total runtime of all these episodes? I have to know. So of course I'll cut out credits, you know, that kind of stuff. So let's say, let's go at 19 minutes of actual play time. Okay. Air time times 40 shows divided by 60. It's 12 hours of TV. That is so much. (laughs) Yes. I mean, it's almost 13. It's like on the border of 13. 13 hours of a single fight. And the fight in universe, did it last that long? Was it a 13 hour fight? Maybe like five hours, probably. (laughs) Oh my God. What takes so long? Is it just like dramatic, slow punching at the camera? Or like, what is it? It's kind of a lot of like, while the fight's happening, let's bounce to what's happening with these people during it. Okay. So it's not like just fighting scenes. It's like, they're fighting. Oh, no, there's definitely more. Volleyball is happening. Yeah, but then it's also a lot of like, I really wish I could beat you, but you're a really tough opponent. And then they're like, and then they, you know, they just like taunt each other half the time, too, you know? That's annoying. I would tap out in episode three. I mean, don't get me wrong. That is the entire appeal of, like, that is what Dragon Ball is. Yeah, just watching all the fights. But that drag on forever. Forever. So, like, when I first got into Dragon Ball, the original show, right? Yeah. Season two is one tournament of fights. So, granted, each episode was, like, a different fight. Okay, that's fine. But it was still, like, it took me the entire day to watch this one tournament conclude. And I was riveted to see what would happen every fucking time for the next show. 
Yeah. But the idea of waiting a week kills me. Like, like this fight was a trick watching it in like two days. I could not. The idea that I, that it would have taken like 340 days to see it all before. That is, is intense to stupid. me. So what is the unabridged version? Like four years? No. So like, no. Okay. So the year long was the like uncut one. Okay, okay. Yeah, so like when it like, like what the fuck <laughs> originally aired on TV, it took a year for people to see how this went down. It is so stupid. Why would like, you design a show like that? <laughs> that's 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 anime, man. They just didn't know where it was going and they were like, let's just keep them fighting while we write the story for the next like six seasons. That's but they don't have seasons. It's like this this is the story. God. This is this is full blown the story. This is that, what we're doing. I will never watch Dragon Ball, and you can't make me get that idea out of your head right now. I know you're thinking it, no, audience. I, no, no, <laughs> I def. I would like to show you just like key scenes for fun. But sure. I, I do not see this as like your speed of show. No, absolutely not. I, honestly, I will. I am always willing to humble myself, and I've said it tons of times while rewatching this show with Taylor. Now, uh huh. I thought people that like the show were so stupid how can you like that dumb show <laughs> they scream and throw punches for years right yes and now here i am fucking several am pops deep so in the fucking sauce but i don't know if i would have liked it when it aired when everybody that was into it was into it not if you had to watch it week over week like i think i'm into it now like yeah it's it's hitting me in a place now because I definitely was not into anime at that age. I didn't right. like it. And I probably would have seen some and been like, I just don't like this and walked yeah. away. Because I, I remember ha- having watched some Dragon Ball when I was a kid and I was like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. <laughs> and walking away from it. And I'm trying to piece together this moment that I saw in my mind and i think i was in this stage of the show like end game show stuff so of course i didn't know what was fucking going on yeah it's like too many moving puzzle pieces and characters yeah like this this abridged show is 167 shows wow it was originally like 290 something so i mean this moves at a clip man like you are you are speeding through stuff and i can't imagine watching it the other way I can't. I love it. But uh, speaking of me being like in the fucking sauce, I have my hand in like five different Ebays for some pops right now from oh the show. Oh my God. And I like agreed to just not get them. Okay. And I was like, whatever. I, I don't need it. Obsession passed, right? Yeah. And then today out of fucking nowhere, those shops have messaged me and been like it's discounted like like (laughs) not like a it just is overall they're like i've issued you this rate they want you to have it like like will you pay five dollars less than i wanted and i'm like god kind of (laughs) i mean yeah i would i think i sent them to you the other day so you already know which ones they are but the glow in the dark guys i love those yeah i want the fucking glow in the dark dude he's so neat like yeah, the two that are in the general chat now. I have not pulled that trigger, and I decided against it, and now people are like, please, though. 
buy from me. I'll make it cheaper. And I'm like, well, you're kind of selling me now. Yeah. You know. Now you're talking. So, yeah, I, I knew Full Metal was going to be your speed. Yeah. I would not recommend this show to you. I would Thank not. Thank you. Like, you I just like don't think it's your thing. <laughs> but I didn't think it was my thing, you know? Yeah. True. Anyway, the Dragon Ball sauce is real. But I can't imagine being 12 years old, waiting for Toonami at 2 in the morning to try oh to see God. the end of this fight every week for a year. Absolutely not. I can't imagine. Dude, you guys that grew up on the Toonami train doing anime that way... Props to you, man. I have not watched one anime that I had to, like, wait for. No. I've had it available. And I watched I, it. I watched Inuyasha, but, like, not in a way where I needed to intake the plot. I was just like, funny dog, man. I'll put this on to fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, Full Metal's the only one I ever waited for. Because I caught up and the last little bit hadn't aired yet. Yeah. And so I actually watched it in Japanese. It's the only time I've ever tried to do that. But most of the time, I'll fucking wait. Like, I've been waiting for Dragon Ball Super to end. Yeah. So I could wait for it to be dubbed and then get into it. And now's the time, so. Perfect. But yeah, I just want you to also intake the idea of waiting a week for a year. Because that blew my mind. I hate that. <laughs> uh, let's take a break then. We won't make you wait for the sad break. No. But then this one lady goes, oh, I just work on the laptop. No, she just works on the laptop. No, <laughs> no one does I mean, that. She, she doesn't even have it plugged into like one other screen. She was like, I literally <gasps> open the lid to my laptop and do <laughs> no. my job. No, please, no. And here I am complaining about the fact that my dock isn't powerful enough to put 1440p out to my two <gasps> monitors. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Who works from one laptop? Psychopath. She's been doing that for, I mean, the pandemic was two years ago. Serial killer material. She's been working from her laptop. Do you know how many screens I need? Oh my not, god. And not screens like monitors. I mean, do you know how many like programs and screens I have to have open to do my job? So many. I am comparing back and forth between three at minimum. Yes. Five at most. And half the time, I'm like, I wish I had a third fucking monitor. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. And you condense all of that onto a 13-inch screen without <sighs> without a... Do you even have a mouse, bro? <laughs> are you track packing? No. Are you track padding this whole thing? Are you using... Do do you remember the laptops that had the little like the little nub in the middle the that nub, you could the make it move around? The fucking nub. I hate that nub. I kind of like the nub. It's kind of fun. Oh my god, I hate it. But like, did you work that way? If y'all out there enjoyed the bit of the pre-ramble, you can get the full bonus episode by going on over to patreon.com slash ymbtoap and sending up to be a patron. The patrons are the best part of the show for us because they make us smile and make us happy and make us review things. They don't make us. We just do it for them. It's for fun. Um, if you want to be part of that squad, head over, sign up right now. If you want to be the ultimate supporter above and beyond, you can get yourself some Yemtope gear over at the Yemtope Apparel store. 
We got some cute shirts. We got an every Monday shirt where a little dump truck brings the M-Tope straight to your heart. We got a Shrimp Council shirt. If you're in the uh, top tier of our Patreon, the Zeitgeist, you get access to special merch that only you get to wear. Show people that you're so proud. That link to the shop lives in the show notes forever and always. And thank you so much to all of our supporters. You make us happy. Let's get you back on over to that regularly scheduled content. Oh, Robert, I have a problem. What is the problem? It's a video game based problem. <laughs> Ooh, I did not expect that. Okay. Okay. I have been um, following this game called Dinkum. D-I-N-K-U-M. Yeah. We it's just, been... We just talked about it in a Friday roundup like two shows ago. Yeah. So it's been in development for a little while and it's... It's another one of those games that's just done by one person, like one dedicated ass human mm. being is like, I'm going to make my game, my dream game. Okay. Let me grab his name real quick so I can talk about him. Thank him. Okay. So it is made Dank by him. a man named James Benton. Okay. And his game, <clears throat> it grabs all of my favorite elements from all of my favorite games. Okay. So the way it works, you're okay. So you, you're dropped off on or you don't, you're not dropped off you dinkum island <laughs> kind of so you're you're you live in like south city and it's this miserable like gray cloudy city and then this old granny is like i used to live on a tropical island and farmed and i had my own perfect life oh, kind of want to do that again island. do you want to follow with me okay <laughs> exactly so she takes you to her island and uh you get to name the island of course and you land there and you just have like a tent on a tropical island what does this remind you of it's animal crossing yeah <laughs> but it's also stardew valley because you're like escaping your life in the city to live a free world and farm for yourself and be your own person on this island okay are you okay i was like there's no background noise like is that fan still on <laughs> I forgot that you you could see me because I did look spooked. Like you did. Like it's a ghost. What's going on? Well, it's dark over there, so it's like trying to let as much light into my eyes as I could to look at the fan. God. Okay. So it's about just like escaping capitalism and getting to an island, and like you have an axe and a pickaxe, and you mine rocks and you chop trees, and there's well, that alligators. Sounds like a dream. That's so much fun. There's alligators that you can beat up. You can build a boat. You can fly around not fly you, you could you could drive the boat around okay but i just when a game comes out like this <laughs> like part of me just like stops existing and i live only for the game like okay. this happened to me with terraria it happened to me with minecraft it's got all the elements that i need that just like draws me in okay. and i can sit there and just click for eight hours at a time oh and God. just be on this fucking island yeah and we're gonna farm trees and we're gonna get carrots and cabbages and we're gonna just have a beautiful life and it's perfect and wonderful <laughs> and ah i have not spiraled like this i'm trying to think of the last game that took me in this way it might be project zomboid but not even that okay. because that was such a different way yeah i don't know this is it's got all these good elements of like crafting and survival but it does it in a way that is pain-free where other games have failed okay the one gripe I have with it so far is that when you donate fish and bugs to the museum, because yes, there is a fish and bug museum. Okay. You have to donate one item at a time. And I'm like, Animal Crossing did mm. this and they fixed it, you guys. Yeah. You can fix it. But it is just the one dude and I'm proud of him. <laughs> I mean, Stardew Valley was kind of the same way, right? Like it came out pretty rough, but it over time 
evolved yeah. into this like perfect game for people you know yeah and that's also just the one dude that makes that game it's just i love it when a passion project like this comes to life and to be a part of it like at launch has been so much fun the wiki is so sparse at this moment because it's brand new so it's really just kind of like finding things out on your own as you go and there's not like a how do i do this like yeah you have to kind of get into the game and figure it out yourself I have a game like that for you. I, it's it's not the same style, so I don't know that you would like it. Okay. But it's that game Celeste. You told me about Celeste, yeah. Yeah, that was another one. So they went to, like, a video game jam session where people just, like, all sit around and, like, create a game idea. And this yeah. guy, like, created this whole basic game idea at that session, and then it grew into what the game became. It's like it started with one guy, and I think there was more of a team to, like, polish it up to get it, like, console ready and stuff. Yeah. But it's like, another just, like, one guy doing all the stuff. And it was pretty cool. And then it worked out good, you know? I love that shit. Celeste is so good, though. I hate that, like, I brought it up for Taylor, because I was like, oh, this game's, like, made for you. And then she was like, I hate playing it, though. And I was like, oh. I love playing it. So I wound up... <laughs> playing it like a billion times instead yeah i just love having a game that you can fall into so hard and richard and i are both the same like the same type of game scratches our our brain in the same way so it's that's why we're perfect for each other it's like we can fall into this together but after the first day that we played it uh like i walked out of my room and he walked out of his room after we logged off we looked at each other and we were like this one's gonna be a problem isn't it yeah like yep this game is gonna this one's gonna like suck us down Just into that hole. Getcha. And it has. But we we both took off Friday solely to play this game. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what we're gonna do to get okay. it like out of the system. Just have like a like a twenty hour game day where we're just gonna just be like, I hate this fucking game now. We're gonna dink and I will not hate the okay. game. I love it too much. It makes my crank turn. Oh my god. <laughs> you know it really it. cranks you, you know what turns my crank? <laughs> what turns your crank? <laughs> oh, no. That's just you. Oh, yeah. It's Dinkum. <laughs> <laughs> you know what really turns my crank? Dinkum. I love it. I'm trying to think of the last game that did that to me. And, I mean, I do know what it is. It's the Berserk game. No, that game was just fun. I was just, like, getting into it for the story. So, it was Elden Ring, for sure. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I almost forgot about Elden Ring for a second yeah, there. That's like six months old that's not even that old yet yeah isn't that wild that is wild it came out in february yeah shit but there's people out there that are still playing it daily like elder oh, yeah. ring is one of those games i think that like skyrim won't die like yeah it'll live on forever in the hearts and minds of the people that get their brain scratched by it yeah i don't think i was like i know when a game has me like sucked in when it's like oh, i'm thinking about playing that game yeah like i I'm at work like, oh, dude, I'm going to play the fuck out that game later. Yes. You know, like, yeah, I don't have one of those oh. at the moment, you know? Yeah. I, I, I it's, it's dinkum, man. It's dinkum. I wish, I wish you could like be into this game with me. It's on steam. It's 20 bucks. It's not bad at all. Like, do you do this when you get sucked into a game? Like, do they create like a core memory of how sucked in you are? Like, I can remember certain games and the level that I was just like, I gotta get back in that game. 
Yeah. And I, there's very few that ever had me that way. Yeah. Like Terraria. I remember the day that I fell into that game head first, like vividly That's in my mind. So awesome. Like one of my big ones was actually Metal Gear Solid 4. Ah. I had never played one. And I was like, well, I got a PlayStation 3. I'm going to play this game. And I had played into it like like quite a ways, like several yeah. hours and stuff. And I remember I was in college and I was sitting there one day and I was like, oh, fuck, I think I'm really into that game. Because I like <laughs> was thinking about how I was going to beat this one boss when I got home. And I was like, I've yeah. been thinking about that game all fucking day. Yeah. I think I really like this game. It gets bad sometimes. Like, you'll just sometimes be sitting there does. thinking and be like, I think I want to get a permit for, like, vehicles so I can start getting items, digging oh them up, get a <laughs> motorcycle. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, you start planning out the game while you're just doing normal shit. Like, this is what yeah. I'm going to do when I get to that game. Just, like, creating a mental to-do list. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It has me by the fucking yeah. teeth, dude. That was totally me for Elden Ring because I was like, all right, so tonight we'll get this katana. Ooh, ooh, I was going to go look at that one cave. I got to go check out that cave. And yeah, that's my plan for tonight. Like, I would plan it. Yes. I haven't had a game like that in a while. But I did start a game. Because I was like, I I think it's time. So I started Ghost of Tsushima. Hell yeah. Everybody's fucking played this game by now. It's pretty old. Yeah. But it's another one of my problems where I'm like, oh, an upgraded version is going to come out? I will refuse to play the game until the better version's out, you know? Right. And now I've had it for so long and I haven't played it still because I know it's a long game. But yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking get into it. And it's fun. Okay. But I'm not hooked. Mm. I, didn't re- I didn't know that the combat is going to get crazy wild later. Okay. I, I think I am going to get sucked into this game eventually. Elden Ring style? Elden Ring was more proving something to myself, I think. (laughs) This this game's just going to be for fun. Okay. No, Elden Ring was a problem. Because it was like, I don't play these, and I'm only going to do this once. Yeah. So I might as well fucking do it. Right. And then I did it. You know? Fucking did it. But, like, this is a game that, like, I'm going to love no matter what. It's going to be great. You get a horse at the beginning... Like, Look at my horse. Dude, no. It it says, like, <laughs> here's these four horses. And when you pick one, it's like, oh, that's, like, the dapple one. If you choose this horse, it will be with you the entire game. Fuck yeah. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to love this fucking horse, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I picked a really cool horse. And he's Good. great. Last night, actually, Taylor came in, and I was turning the game off. And my guy was just like crouched in and was like crouched at the edge of the stream like looking in the water and the horse was getting a drink and he just kind of like looks over at the horse and so i like turned the camera and i was like me and my horse hanging out look at him <laughs> that's a good horse <laughs> that's my boy <laughs> that's my horse i know that since the game is old people listening to the show can't wait to like write in and spoil stuff for me i already know what happens oh okay with the horse. With the horse? So, Does he die? Don't tell me. <laughs> Let me live in this bliss. <laughs> you and the horse in the stream. Dude, we fucking live in that stream, man. It's great. <laughs> it's like primal. You know, 
I should have done, because that game's real big on photo mode, I should have taken a fucking photo of me and my horse. God damn it, Robert. Damn it, I'm going to get on tonight and see if we're still at the stream, and I'm going to take a picture of me and my goddamn horse, man. Yes, please. I'm going to share that with all you guys. Fuck yeah. Me and my horse. My horse is amazing. <laughs> I'm not giving him a lick. Okay. Um, so we're fresh off of our stream of Stray. And I, that game has been just like living in my brain. I keep replaying all my favorite moments from it. I have moved on. I've moved on from Stray. I, How could I you? haven't thought about it once since we beat it. Oh, the kitty game. I just can't. He was so cute and beautiful and wonderful. Uh, the game, for some reason, reminded me of this other game that okay. I played really hard like i i remember going very hard on this game when it first came out i believe it was 2013 it's an older one it's a ps3 game okay it's called tokyo jungle okay. let me look it up and see when it came out so it's a survival game it, like, <laughs> it came out in 2012 okay so okay. basically you play as like a little animal and you live in the ruins of tokyo post human apocalypse so okay. like all the people have died for whatever reason. And now it's just like animals are left and you have to survive. (laughs) And it's so cool. I I just, I just remember like really falling into this one, not as hard as I did Terraria or Dinkum, but like we played this one quite a bit for a very long time. It's got a lot of unlockables. So it makes you want to play over and over again. And you have to start as there's two options. I think to start, you get the chicken or you get the Pomeranian. <laughs> okay, yeah, because every photo here is of a Pomeranian. Yeah. <laughs> so the Pomeranian is a predator because it's a carnivore. It's a dog. Okay. Um, and the chick is an herbivore. There's two different ways to play the game. So you can play as an herbivore, hide from the predators, sneak around, and eat plants and shit. Or you can play as the Why predator. Why game's not inventive like this? Right? That's a good premise. It's a fucking cool game, dude. That's interesting sounding. Okay. You want to know the best thing about it is that it is on PlayStation Plus Premium right now. Okay. And I think you should play this game. Just give it a spin. Like, the goal is to basically find a mate, survive, have a, a, a litter, and continue to survive. So whenever, whenever you find a mate and you have puppies or whatever, you now become the puppies and the siblings. So, like, if you and your mate uh, get together okay. and you who are real good, then you can have, like, a certain amount of puppies. Like, you'll have three or five or whatever, depending on how good you're doing in the game. And okay. those are your lives. So you, the lead Pomeranian, you have this, like, trail of puppies following you. If you die, you become the next puppy in line. <laughs> okay. So... It's, it's just such a really interesting game. It's got great mechanics. There's different, like, quests and stuff that you have to do in order to progress the the time that's going on. It's kind okay. of platformy. It's just really fucking cool. And I, I can't recommend this game enough. It's weird. It's fun. It's unique. It really has something about it. It's special. That makes a lot of sense. It's by a Japan studio. And they make a lot of games like that, like just like weird games with like really? they made Parappa the Rapper. What? <laughs> and you know that's like such a weird one one of a kind style game, right? I had no idea that Everybody's there was the same golf. studio. Let's see, uh, there was another one that I just saw. So they did Ape Escape back in the day. I remember that one. Okay. 
I'm seeing if they did another one that I was thinking about. It's wild. I'm reading a, an interview with the game director, and they said that the reception outside of Japan was mixed. So Europe loved it, but in America, yeah. they hated it. <laughs> they got a lot of negative feedback, but I fucking love this game. Because, you know, and this falls into something that I read a long time ago, and I've thought about it almost every day since. Okay. <laughs> Don't judge me. It's because it's not action focused enough probably it is because a pretty actiony game though i read this one time the game i think it was kirby triple deluxe uh-huh no yes kirby triple deluxe there was a kirby game that came out and on every cover across the globe it's just cute kirby uh-huh. But on our cover alone, he has the angry uh, eyebrows because because <laughs> he's more actiony and fierce and it's tougher looking. Yeah. And I think about that every day. I'm not even joking. I think Kirby's all the eyebrows. time about Kirby and the angry brows <laughs> just for the US. Okay. Because I'm like, why do we have to be this way? <laughs> why can't we have happy Kirby, you know? Right. Like cuz it it was like a news thing. Like people were talking about it. Like, why did they have to do that for the North American release? And I was like, yeah, why did why they? Why did they? I think this game sounds interesting. Like I might go down. Well, I can't download it. So because it's on the PlayStation Plus thing and it's uh -huh. a PlayStation 3 game, I have to stream it. Oh. Hmm. So I may not enjoy my time with it because it may run buggy. Yeah. Well, if you I like the it. concept, you might seek out purchasing it because honestly, I had such a good time with it and it's local multiplayer. So there's that for okay. you. Okay, I'm, I'm intrigued by it big time. Yeah. Like, I want to check it out. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Not even lying. Okay. I'm into that. All right. You ready to escape this wasteland of Tokyo? Oh, I am ready. All right, guys, please tell your friends about us. Help us grow this audience. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode because we release weekly every single Monday. That is the Yimtope guarantee. You heard about it on our shirts. We got the cute little truck. He is constantly driving Yimtope to your ears every week. Okay? If you like that, you want to make sure we're here for every Monday to come and you want more people to know about the phenomenal Yimtope Monday phenomenon. So many syllables. Go on out to your platform of choice. Give us a five-star rate and review. Talk about us with your friends. Spread the word. We'll see you guys next Monday. While you're doing all that, you can find us and friend us on each and every single social media. We're at YMBTOAP on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. If you missed our stray stream on Twitch, it is available for you on YouTube on demand. Go watch it. How many times do you think we cried? Because, yes, there were tears. Spoiler alert. I busted up. At least two for me. Yeah. And of course, thank you so much to our patrons for supporting us. You guys were all there in the stray stream. You were giving us love and hugs. Um, Patreon's a great thing to do for creators that you love. If you want to help out a creator, Patreon is the way to support them and us. We love you for it. You can also email us at ymbtoap at gmail.com. We want that listener mail. Tell us what you think about the Black Panther recast. What is the last game that you fell into head first and could oh, not climb out yes. of? Yes, I'm into what that is for people. Yeah. So send us your listener mail. We want it so bad. Yes. 
And our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Check him out on YouTube and all of his phenomenal awesomeness. And as always, thanks for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. How much dinkum is too much dinkum? Not enough dinkum. sound we wanted you to hear are you looking for podcasts about a stranger disappointment you call me mid-stretch hold on (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay hey that's why editing exists (laughs) well then you must be thinking of another podcast oh everything we do is so seamless (laughs) 